Why don't skeletons ever go trick-or-treating? It's because they have no body to go with. <sighs> Welcome to the Daily Devotionals Podcast for Kids and Adults. I am Pastor Colt. I am going to read uh, quite a lot today because I, I think you will see why. There is a parable uh, a long one, and Jesus explains it. So these verses go together. A parable is a an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. That's how it was explained to me when I was a kid. Really, it's just a, a teaching device that Jesus uses. He tells a story to make a point. Sometimes these parables are easy to understand, and everybody gets it. And sometimes the meaning was hidden. It was hidden from especially those who did not believe. Let me read Mark 4, 1 through 20. Again, he began to teach beside the sea, and a very large crowd gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat in it on the sea, and the whole crowd was beside the sea on the land, and he was teaching them many things in parables. And in his teaching, he said to them, Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured it. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where it did not have much soil, and immediately it sprang up. But since it had no depth of soil, when the sun rose, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. And other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, growing up and up and increasing and yielding thirtyfold and sixtyfold and a hundredfold. And he said, Who has ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was alone, those around him with the twelve asked him about the parables. And he said to them, To you it has been given the secret of the kingdom of God, but for those outside, Everything is in parables, so that they may indeed see, but not perceive, and many, or and may indeed hear, but not understand, lest they should turn and be forgiven. And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all parables? The sower sows the word, and these are the ones along the path. Where the word is sown, and they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown to them. And these are ones sown on rocky ground, the ones who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with joy, but have no root in themselves, but endure for a while, and then when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately they fall away. And others are ones sown among thorns. They are ones that hear the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word, and it, prov and it proves unfruitful. But those who were sown on good soil, the ones who hear the word and accept it, they bear fruit thirtyfold and sixtyfold and a hundredfold. So that was a little more lengthy maybe than usual, I, but I want you to notice something right from the start. The farmer that is sowing the seed is the one who is spreading the gospel. 
This means that the seed here is the gospel. The sower sows the gospel and it falls on different kinds of hearts. Four kinds to be exact, but only one of them proves to be fruitful. Now, we need to understand that this is what Jesus has been doing. We've read about this. He has been walking around uh, the Sea of Galilee. He was sowing seeds. He was preaching the gospel. And he shared the good news with lots of people. All those people heard the gospel, but all of them did not respond positively to it. In fact, lots of them responded in different ways. Some followed Jesus right away, but when other things came along, they left him. When something better came along, they left. Others followed him and seemed to be a true follower of Jesus, but then something bad happened in their life in one way or another, and they left him. At the very end, we read in verse 20, But those who were sown on good soil are the ones who hear the word and accept it and bear fruit. Let me just say something about bearing fruit. The seed here ultimately bears fruit. It has a lot of growing to do before it bears fruit. I want to make it clear that one coming to faith, one being saved, doesn't have anything to do with their bearing fruit. In other words, one doesn't bear fruit before they are saved. They bear fruit after they are saved. They hear the good news and accept it. They believe and they are saved. And then as God works in them, there is evidence of what God has done. There's evidence of their salvation, and this is the fruit. For instance, if I walk into my boy's bedroom, and all of them are in their bedroom, and the clothes are put away, the toys are cleaned up, it's very clean, which is very out of the ordinary. And I ask the boys, who did this? And as soon as I ask, I realize that I didn't even need to ask the question because two of them have grass stains all over their knees and they're hot and they're sweaty, like they just spent the last little while outside playing football. And the other boy has his pockets full of Nerf darts that he has picked up. Clearly, the one in cleaning the room and picking up Nerf darts while the other ones were outside playing football. Now... Maybe this isn't a great illustration, but the lack of grass stains in a pocket full of darts was good evidence that he had been in there cleaning his room. This is how it is with you and I. If we have been saved, if we believe the good news, or clean the room in my illustration, then there will be evidence of that. You see, God is continually at work in our lives. He is continually cleaning us up. I just want to point one more thing out, and that is that the farmer in the parable shared the gospel with everyone. You know, he didn't judge who would respond and who didn't. That wasn't the farmer's job. I think that's really a point that is made very clearly in the parable. Jesus shared the gospel with everyone. That was his example, and that's the example that we are to follow. Let me ask you a couple questions. As a young person, how can we be like the farmer in this story? And two, what does it mean to bear fruit? Now, if you remember, our memory verse is Psalm 119.9. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word.
Join us tomorrow for more of the Daily Devotionals podcast for kids and adults. My name is Colt Robinson. I'm the pastor of Bethel Church in Yale, South Dakota. You can find us online at BethelMBChurch.org. Or you can find this podcast on the web at dailydevosforkids.com or wherever you like to get podcasts. If you have questions or comments, a joke idea, a better joke idea, don't hesitate to have an adult help you reach out to me on the website or use the message feature in the episode description. Adults, if you like the podcast, please share it on social media. Give us a good rating, which will help others find it. And I will see you tomorrow.